You're listening to episode 47 of the Thrive Tribe 419 podcast, The Self-Care Secret at Your Fingertips with Matt Hollow, Licensed Professional Clinical Counselor. Prosper, flourish, bloom with your people, your close-knit group, your clan, straight out of area code 419 with the most cutting-edge, controversial, and enlightening information from the most knowledgeable experts in everything mind, body, and soul. Welcome to the Thrive Tribe 419 Podcast. I'm your host, Rose Hollow. Hello, Tribe. How are you? I am doing great, and we have another interesting episode coming out for you tonight. I have my husband with me again, our frequent flyer licensed professional clinical counselor here, and I have been practicing and I'm doing much better now at saying the LPCC portion of your It's a mouthful, but you did a great job with it. (laughs) Yeah, I just call it Matt usually. (laughs) Yeah, you don't even need to use my credentials like at home or anything normally. (laughs) Right. So, um... I guess I'll introduce you, and um, you can tell me whether this is adequate or not. Uh, Matt is a licensed professional clinical counselor who provides simple and effective tools for emotional freedom. And Matt has been practicing in this field for 17 years. He has been licensed as a counselor for 11 years. Mm -hmm. And he does all kinds of stuff, but um, his favorites include... Working with people who are um, victims of trauma or domestic violence, um, people who are struggling with addiction. He also works with developmental disorders and highly sensitive people. And Matt has a private practice that is opening up here in Defiance, Ohio. If you'd like more information about this, you can go to www.matthollow.com. That's M A T T H O L L O No W.com. And you're seeing clients by appointment only at this time, mm-hmm. correct? And you're um, currently seeing people on. Um, nights and or evenings and Saturday mornings. That's correct. So, is there anything else you would like to say about you before we get started? Is this the part where you ask me how I'm thriving in the four one nine? Sure. How are you thriving in the four one nine? Well, I think how I'm thriving right now is by just getting things done and. That's always been a tricky thing for me. I've always kind of been a up in my head kind of person and which can definitely create anxiety. And I found that especially with building a business and things like that, actually just like sitting down and doing the work alleviates a lot of stress. And um, that's been helping me thrive. Um, Probably hasn't helped my sleep so much, but it has made me feel a lot better knowing that creating something well i guess you need to back up and listen to episode 46 where we had naturopathic dr malia watts on talking about natural sleep solutions matt yes that's (laughs) yes i will have to listen to it when it comes out and then pretend that but by the time this is published it will have already been out (laughs) yes i will need to go into the time machine and listen to it and come back and 
talk about how awesome it was. Along with everyone else, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. It was it a wa- great I'm sure it was great. It was a great interview. But anyway, today <laughs> we're talking about self-care. And this is a topic that I hear all the time. I hear about all the time. And the thing that kind of irritates me about self-care is that, especially for moms or for busy people, self-care kind of comes at a cost. And I don't think it's fair that self-care should come at a cost because if you have to schedule it and find time for it, and you're adding something to your schedule instead of like eliminating one thing and then adding another, then does it really qualify as Mm self-care? So I like self-care things that are easy to do, that are quick to do, and that really um, the payoff is very high for the Mm -hmm. time or energy put into it. So for me, self-care, a lot of people say like they go for a run. Well, for me... Running is not very fun, and I feel terrible when I'm done. Also, it takes a lot of time, and I'm not putting down running at all. It's just not for me. Um, And there are other things like that, too, where people say, oh, you should do this or that. And it's like, well, the amount of time and energy I'd have to put into this, or the amount of money, or the um, amount of preparation, or just the time invested. Like, I would have to get a babysitter to be able to do that. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I want that time to do something that I enjoy. So, I don't know if you know what I'm saying, but I really... I know what you're saying. Yeah. I don't want to have to, like, add more stress to my day in order to fit in self-care. Sure. Because maybe the payoff isn't high enough. So... And and I'll say for me, mine is, is that, but also that I have um, a terrible attention span um, with, like, learning things and um, applying things, anything that's got more than like three or four steps, like I'm out. Like I won't, I won't, I won't follow through on it. And um, you know, I probably have some attention deficit issues that haven't ever been addressed. But um, <laughs> you know, for me, I just I find that if if something takes that many steps, like I'm not going to follow through with it, and probably my clients aren't going to follow through with it because they're also having issues, you know, focusing and um, lending them, lending time to self-care. So, right. And I worry about that with the listeners of this podcast as well, because I know a lot of you are busy people. Um, Maybe your self-care is listening to this podcast. But you're probably doing five other things. You could be, yeah, you could be multitasking. I think that's okay. If if the payoff is good for you, then I believe that that is self-care. If it brings you joy and and, um, lightens your life instead of making it harder. So I know that we have talked about a lot of ways to take care of yourself on this podcast. And I try to give people a lot of options um, through the different kind of eclectic array of episodes that we've offered in the last year. And I want to kind of go over a list of mental and emotional self-care tactics that... um, some people suggest or some people like to do Mm -hmm. and then um after that we're going to talk about um a very effective i feel like high payoff low stress um self-care tactic um that is free takes Mm -hmm. very little time and is very easy to learn and to do so here's the list 
Um, I am not judging any of these things. These are neither good nor bad. If they resonate with you, that's great. You can try it. If it doesn't, definitely move on. Um, so mental self-care, and you can comment on any of these or okay. if these are things that you um, recommend for your clients. Okay. Play a game. Do a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Explore a new hobby. Mm-hmm. Take a class. Teach a hobby or skill. Read a book. Fix something in your home. That sounds stressful to me, but I know some people but enjoy that's, that. But <laughs> that's something I enjoy doing. Sure. Learn a new language. That's mm-hmm. something I would like. Um, start a blog. Learn to play an instrument. <laughs> um, play a new sport. That would be out for me. I'm not a sports person. I would like that too. <laughs> um, how about Sudoku? That stresses me out. I have never played Sudoku. Yeah. Um, I'm not planning to try that. Yeah. I, I associate that with something that my grandparents do. I don't know why. <laughs> I associate it with, like, accounting. Like, it's oh, a, it's math. and It's math? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you, I don't want that. You probably hate it. Yeah, I don't like balancing checkbooks either. So <laughs> that's not... And some people do. For some people, that's a stress reliever. For me, it um, makes me want to pull out my hair. I love this one. Listen to podcasts. We just that's talked about that. <laughs> one of my favorites. And it doesn't have to be this podcast, but uh, if you're listening to this, thanks. (laughs) We're glad that it's worth it to you. Um, Okay, so, and then emotional self-care. Keep a journal. Mm -hmm. Call, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's a big one that we talk about in therapy. And um, and journals don't have to be, you don't have to pretend you're like Doogie Howser, like typing a journal or, you know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just, just. Whatever comes to your mind, just free associate, um, you know, whatever comes out. A lot of times people are surprised by what actually comes out on the paper that that's in their mind. So, um, yeah, definitely a good one. Yeah. I used to keep a journal, but I don't anymore. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's just one of those things. I've found other things to do to replace it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, call a friend. See, I like that one because nobody calls anybody anymore. Yeah, it's, you know. And when I do, when I do call a friend, we end up talking for hours sometimes. And it's mm-hmm. really fun. And I think, why don't I do this more often? Um, oh, hire a counselor or a coach. Hmm, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> about That's yoga. Kidding. Yes. For emotional self-care. And meditation is underneath that one, which I feel like yoga and meditation often go hand in hand. And and I'll, and I'll say as somebody who, um, I, I definitely love yoga. I, I find that I have a hard time making time for it. So it's one of those things like, it's, it's kind of contagious. Like if you do yoga, somebody else will start doing yoga. Like our kids will start doing yoga. Um, um the cat starts the doing yoga. The cat starts yoga. doing yoga. Um, <laughs> right. So I think it it's sometimes it's just the just doing some stretching. You don't even have to call it yoga. Just do some stretching and breathing and be mindful of it and you have yoga. Right. Um for sure. It doesn't have to be anything formal. Yeah. Uh how about positive affirmations? Yes. I love positive affirmations. That's one of my things. Um and it doesn't take a lot of time. You know, yeah. I have some positive affirmations on my mirror in the bathroom that I kind of read. And I have the cop- the same copy in my um, closet. 
Yeah. So when I get dressed in the morning or when I'm getting ready for bed, I just kind of, I, I see them. I see them over and over again, and it just kind of reminds me of, like, reasons that I am an awesome person. <laughs> and And affirmations are definitely, it's one of those things that, we may not always like repeat them in our head or out loud, but it's it's kind of subliminal, sub, subliminal, <laughs> and the more we see it, it just kind of gets in there. Um, I actually have one that I put on my lock screen on my phone, and that's kind of helped me to stay positive when I'm feeling stressed out. Yeah, that's a good idea. I've done that before too. Yeah, because I mean, we look, we spend so much time looking at our phones that at least we might as well put something positive in there. Yeah, I used to have uh, it's something. I, I think it's sans, the Sanskrit language, mm. Om Mani Padme Hum, and it basically reminds you that um, you are like a lotus blooming out of the mud. Mm. Um, it's a meditation or a mantra, and I've always really liked that. I have a copy of it up there on the shelf behind me. Om Mani Padme Hum. Okay. Listen to music. This is my jam. That's that's my thing. And I, whether I'm in the car or, you know, I'll put headphones on and go for a walk or just working at my desk, like, I always work. I personally work more efficiently when I'm listening to music. Ah, interesting. And... I kind of feel like it's distracting sometimes mm-hmm. if it has words. Right. If it's just music with no vocals in it, I can focus a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But yes, I like listening to music too, and I don't do it enough. I think I should um, try to do that more often. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch something funny. I love to watch comedies. That's kind of my thing. Well, uh, I love Comedy Central. I love watching... Stand up as long as it's not too filthy. <laughs> I get a little right. annoyed by that, but um, yeah, I I love comedies well, and, and I love comedy movies too. Yeah, and for me, I mean that's always been something because because I work in the mental health field, I deal with trauma all the time. So I personally don't watch a lot of like horror movies and. Uh, really super serious drama kind of stuff um, because I feel like I deal with that a lot during the, my working hours. So something funny really helps me to unplug my brain so I don't have to uh, be so serious. Yeah, and I'm one of those people who loves a good documentary, but they get me so worked up. Right. So I really have to make sure that I am not watching all documentaries or all TED Talks or things yeah. like that. Because when I let my nerd self take over, I get way too anxious. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is something at least to be mindful, right? Of what we're, what kind of media we're exposing ourselves to, and that can be a form of self care. It's just being right. mindful about if if watching the news every day stresses you out, or listening to the news, then maybe maybe take a news break, or maybe only let yourself watch the news once a week instead of every night or something. Those are. Um, those are also ways to kind of like weeding out is a good self-care strategy. It's time for a quick break. Does holistic life have you frazzled? 
Naturally Simplified is here to save the day and time, offering non-toxic alternatives to everyday needs using only organic and wild-crafted ingredients. Small batch formulas that can be customized for your specific needs, plus new workshops that cover an array of holistic health reservations. Join the Naturally Simplified Facebook group for a full list of events through December, which include CBD, is it, can it, will it, essential oil safety, and DIY foaming hand soap. Essential oils, balms, sprays, and more now available at Indigo Therapeutic Massage and Spa in downtown Defiance, Ohio. For store hours, available appointments, and all the information you need to start living your life free of toxins, visit naturally-simplified.com. And this company is a company that I have personally used and can testify to its quality. Thanks, guys. Back to the show. So I have a kind of a funny story to tell. Okay. Because the next one is go on a walk without technology. So my iPhone is getting old. I don't, is it like three years old now or four years old? It's probably four years old. It's held up very well, but the battery is starting to get to the point where it does, it just doesn't last all day anymore. Mm-hmm. And I love to go for walks and I love to listen to podcasts or music on my walks but lately I've been going later at night because it stays light later and (laughs) a couple times I will admit that I have gotten out to the end of the driveway and my phone battery has died and it has been enough to make me think I can't go for my walk my phone died Mm. (laughs) and I've really had to like push myself to go on the walk anyway even though my phone's dead. And I get this little surge of anxiety like, what am I going to listen to? You know, what do I do? What do I do? And um, I make my, I've made myself go anywhere eat, anyway each time. And it's really not as bad as I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Because um, I hear the birds and I hear my neighbors, you know, out in their yards. And um, I notice things around me even like noticing things visually around me a little bit better because I'm not being distracted by someone talking in my ear so that's my funny story and it's actually a lot more relaxing when I get back I think wow that was a really nice walk I kind of liked not having that distraction Mm -hmm. like I don't need to be plugged in all the time Um, so that's my story I think that's something I probably need to work on personally. That might be how I thrive in the 419 next time. (laughs) You went on an unplugged walk? Yeah, I probably need a few more of those. Yeah. Or, you know, you could always do, like, a very soothing, like, meditation-type music Mm -hmm. or something like that. Something to help you get in a calmer state, but where you're still able to hear what's going on around you, like, to have the volume very low. But I think also just being away from the EMF. Right. You know, being away from the Wi-Fi body-wise, like, body health-wise is Mm -hmm. good, too. So I try to remember that when my phone dies. I'm like, this is doing me a favor. (laughs) Sure. I was going to I was going to add to that, you know, you were talking about soothing things. I actually had recorded a few um affirmations um out of a book I was reading that uh 
I was kind of working on. So, so I recorded it using the memo function on my phone and then I would just listen back to it. And it's, and it's weird listening to your own voice as I'm sure you found if you've listened to your own, to the podcast. I've listened to thousands of hours and of my voice. It never editing. stops being weird, yeah, but you're right. it's kind of, it's, it's interesting because you're kind of like talking to yourself and sometimes yeah. we, it's good to hear what, what comes back. Yeah. I think sometimes we can kind of learn to love ourselves a little bit more that way. I, I think you're right about that because I've never liked the sound of my own voice. Same, especially. Same here. And I think you have a great voice. And I don't care for and my voice. And people tell me that I have an okay voice too. But, um, yeah, it's, I feel like by doing this podcast and editing so many hours of myself talking, um, I've gotten to know myself in a way that I didn't know myself before. And I've gotten a lot more comfortable with that part of myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of a weird way to kind of be almost like an outsider looking in. So Right. I don't know. Maybe we've gotten too far that off That got track. a little deeper than we, <laughs> we expected. Okay, let's get back on track. Um, the next thing is step outside every morning for three to four minutes. Mm. You know, I used to do that when we had dogs in the house because I the first thing I would do in the morning was take them outside. Uh, but lately... I guess you've been doing that. We've been pet sitting Mm -hmm. and you've been doing that. So do you enjoy that in the morning going outside? Um, I do. It's, I think I I need to, I've always wanted to be one of those people who like sat on their porch and like drank a cup of coffee Mm. and just sort of took in the morning. What Um, kind of person is that? Because you said you want to be that type of person. Um, I, I don't know. I think... It's somebody maybe who gets up before everybody else (laughs) because I think I tend to get up like the latest that I can before I have to like roll out. So, so I I would like to be somebody who is able to get up a little earlier and not have to rush so much. Mm. Interesting. I feel like this is self care for me right now. (laughs) (laughs) This is your therapy. Thank you. Okay. The last thing on the list is take a nap on a hard day. Mm. So something something kind of funny about that, I noticed that, and maybe for different reasons, that um, on Mother's Day and Father's Day, respectfully, we both took naps. Like you, we didn't really do, I mean, we did some really fun things, and mm-hmm. especially for me on the day before Father's Day. But mm-hmm. on the actual days, both of us took naps. We took advantage of the other parent parenting by right. taking taking Some a self-care nap. time. I slept on the couch for the first time in I don't know how long. And yeah. And it was it was weird. It was like it was good because <laughs> it was really hot. That's cuz we have little hot. kids and we hardly ever get to take a nap or yeah. even sit down. I think our youngest was taking a nap at the same time. I'm like, "You know what? I'm going to take a nap too." Yeah. It's the best time to take a nap. Mhm. So those are my mental and emotional self-care lists. And these were actually uh, put together by shannonjohnsonfitness.com. So if you'd like to look her up, it's S-H-A-N-N-O-N-J-O-H-N-S-O-N-fitness.com. And there goes your phone. <laughs> mm. So, yeah. So the next thing we're going to talk about as far as self-care, and this is kind of where I wanted to go, was EFT tapping for self-care, which... 
I think is a really great tool and can be so simplified and streamlined. It's free to do. It's something that anybody can do. Mm -hmm. um, well, 99% of people could do. Most people, yeah. <laughs> and um, you can fit it in at any time. You don't need any special tools. You don't need you don't need uh, a plug. You don't need Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. You don't need an appointment. Um, you don't need to take a shower first. You know you can you can do it before bed. You can do it when you're in the bathroom. That's <laughs> when I do all my best tapping. You can do it in the car on the way to work. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anytime. So I've I've taken to calling this practical tapping. Um, I I. I'm a huge, obviously, fan of emotional freedom techniques, tapping, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think it has amazing healing properties and benefits and can really get to the heart of um, what's really causing us pain and problems in our life. Um, but we don't always have the time, energy, uh, or whatever to do that really deep work. And some people will are just very like all or nothing. And um, either they're going to do it, they're going to do it to the nth degree, or they're not going to do it at all. And I think that tapping is so beneficial that really I've, I've tried to find ways that people can use it in a much simpler way that's a lot quicker and easier to use and more likely that people are actually going to use it instead of putting the the handout on the shelf and saying, ah, I'll do that some other time. Right. So can you do your elevator spiel about what EFT is for anyone who's not familiar with it? Right. So emotional freedom techniques or tapping, it's kind of like acupressure or acupuncture for your emotions. Um, it's something that has been uh, done. They've done a lot of research on it, on things like uh, PTSD and veterans, phobias, addictions, chronic pain, weight loss, um, uh, performance, um, doing uh, you know speeches, things like that. Um, so it has a lot of research behind it, and it's basically combining um, acupressure tapping, tapping on various pressure points while you're focusing on a thing that's bothering you. Um, it, so it, it's kind of like cognitive behavioral therapy mixed with um, exposure and, um, and then the, the tapping. So it's, it, there's kind of a basic recipe for using it, which the handout for that is on my website, uh, which you can download. Um, so there's kind of a, there's a setup where you're focusing on the thing that's bothering you. Um, you're focusing on the emotion that you're having, where you're feeling it, and um, you're in the intensity of that from 0 to 10. And then you're doing a, um, a setup, um, which is basically an affirmation. So you would say, even though I have this issue, I deeply and completely accept myself. And while you're doing that, you're tapping a point we call the karate chop point. If you can imagine doing um, karate chopping something, that's the point you're tapping. And you do that three times, and then you... Um, go through the tapping sequence, which I'll run through right now. Uh, it's, okay. You're tapping the very top of your head with just like three or four fingers. And then you take two fingers on um, either one hand or both hands, and you're tapping the inside of your eyebrow, where, where your eyebrow starts, unless you're me with a unibrow. Uh, the side of your eye where the, <laughs> where the orbital bone is, under your eye where that bone is, under your nose, that dip in your chin, 
across your collarbone, kind of like a love tap that you give yourself, and then under your arm, and that's kind of like right under your armpit. Um, so that's one round, and you just go back up to the top. While you're doing that, you're, you maybe are focusing on the thing that's bothering you, the memory issue or whatever. Um, so that's the basic recipe. So even though that's a very simplified version of, uh, of something else that was a lot more in depth, it's still a lot of it's still a few too many steps for a lot of people to do on their own and want to do on a regular basis. So um, I give people a lot of tips and tricks that they can use to um, access the benefits of tapping without all of that rigmarole. So a couple things that people can do that are more practical is picking a favorite point. So, you know, if you see the the picture with all the different points on it, um, you can look at the different points. You may even notice that if you try tapping, that there might be a point that really works well for you, like the side of your eye is supposed to be a good one for anger. So if you're having a lot of anger issues or you're like ready to blow your top, just tapping the side of your eye um, is a really quick thing that you can do in the moment. Like if your kids are really upsetting you and you're gonna about to say the wrong thing, um, just tapping the side of your eye. Um, if you're having a lot of anxiety, some people will tap uh, where their eyebrow starts that point under your eye and then across your collarbone. So that's a really quick one if you're having panic attacks. Um, but you don't have to do the whole shebang. Um, so that's a really, really quick thing you can do. Um, you can use it before bed. If you just spend a couple of minutes um, do you know just tapping through the different points before bedtime and using that as kind of a your uh, sleep hygiene routine, um, you'd be amazed at how much that can improve your sleep quality because bedtime is that time that so... Because you've listened to Malaya Watts' episode. And she actually recommended EFT for a natural sleep... Um, solution. Solution, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, when we... We're so busy in our lives that so much of the junk that we deal with during the day and that we're dealing with the next day, it just vomits right into our brain like right before bedtime so spending and just sometimes in your dreams after you go to right bed. <laughs> absolutely and then that just messes you up so just spending a couple of minutes just tapping even if you don't know what you're tapping about just tapping on the stress of the day is good um now you mentioned too mm -hmm. tapping in the car obviously i'm gonna you know using caution you know some people are driving in very like bumper to bumper situations so be very careful but if traffic is stopped you're at a stoplight or something like that just taking a moment to to tap on things i've found that a lot of times i'll be listening to a podcast and something will trigger me um in one way or another and i'll just start tapping and it helps me feel better or if i'm on my way to work and i'm just kind of dreading certain things I'm going to do a little bit of tapping and that helps me to relax. Um, I think the big, one of the biggest things, if you can just be aware of the different points um, and just know that we're always kind of doing these things, we're always kind of fidgeting in that. But if you're, if you're using, just tapping those different points, even if you're just, if it's just really gentle or holding the points and taking some deep breaths, you're going to get the benefit of, of that reduced cortisol and, you know, being able to get out of our reptile brain. Yeah, and if you listen to our last episode, um, Malia Watts did talk about cortisol and trying to lower the cortisol um, 
to prepare for better sleep and reducing stress because mm-hmm. stress is one of the major contributors to uh, sleep problems. Right. So it's definitely all connected mm-hmm. and could be a really valuable part of a self-care routine for Absolutely. sure. I know it's become part of ours in our home and mm-hmm. I wish that everybody knew how to do EFT because I really think this is something that could change the world. Uh, I know yeah. there are so many people in this world that uh, could use a little bit of EFT in their lives mm-hmm. and um, I think it would just be a much kinder place if we, Absolutely. if we all had a way to deal with some of our issues without hurting other people in the meantime. Absolutely. And and I think that's that's where a lot of the kind of shared pain comes from is that we're we don't we don't deal with our stuff and then we lash out at other people and then it's kind of a pay it forward situation. But if we're able to calm ourselves down and be be more relaxed, then we give, we're able to give our best to the next person and the next person. Right. Well, I think this is really, really valuable stuff. And if anybody would like to learn how to do EFT, if you'd like to try it on your own, you're more than welcome to do that. It's totally free to try. Um you can get all the information you need on tapping at Matt's website. Again, that's www.matthollow.com. That's M-A-T-T-H-O-L-L-O, no W, dot com. And he has a resources page. There are links to other podcasts that he's done. There are links to YouTube videos so you can mm-hmm. see it in person. Um, the YouTube videos are a few years old now, so um, we look a little bit different. Yeah, <laughs> and our a little kid, bit. And our child is younger. Um, but, yeah, there's videos. There is a handout mm-hmm. that you could print out and um, keep as a reference sheet. And then, Matt, um, in addition to counseling, he does do one-on-one EFT coaching as mm-hmm. well. Um, so if you're interested in diving a little bit deeper into that or if you have questions then and he also does free 15 minute consultations yep so if you're if you're interested in eft there are many ways to um give it a try without um making a huge financial investment it's just an investment in time and um there's a little bit of a learning curve but um yeah you and i are big believers in it and i we think it's um worth it well and and uh, i don't want to go too long but um, you mentioned children, and I think yeah. that's that's an important part of that. You know, we are always more willing to do things for our kids, and definitely use tapping with your kids, like before bedtime, um, when they're when they're crying, when they're having trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, even our twenty one month old, like she she's learned to say tap tap. She and has, she does it. And she and does it. So and cute. It's the cutest thing you'll ever see. And the yeah. smiles on the face. And kids don't need a lot, usually. So mm-hmm. just doing, you know, starting to teach them really young, um, they start to develop kind of that early muscle memory. And then it's something that they have that they can use as they get older when they're stressed out or when they can't focus or when they're, up, when they're ha- feeling the feels. Yeah. And, and here's the thing fellow moms out there and dads too but i think this especially applies to moms because we give and give and give and we don't take care of ourselves i think it's so important for our kids to 
to know and to see that moms and dads, parents, Mm -hmm. take care of themselves, that we take time for ourselves. Because when I think about my child's future, I don't want her to be a martyr. I don't want her to struggle in her life. I don't want her to give so much of herself that she is just an empty shell. Mm -hmm. You know, I want her to use self-care in her life. And I think the best way to teach that is to model it. Oh, yeah. So don't only do your self-care after your kids go to bed or don't only do it when they're with a babysitter. Do it in front of them. Whatever it is that brings you joy, if it's appropriate for a child to witness (laughs) or participate in, um, do it with them. Do it in front of them. Um, If you do have to get child care, explain to them why you're getting child care. I'm getting child care because I need some me time. Um, I think it's important for kids to see that and for us to model that and make it really apparent that um, adults need to take care of themselves too. That Mm -hmm. we can't always be giving and giving and giving because we can't. And they get the wrong idea. Yeah, they get the wrong idea. This is why we have this problem in our society where moms burn out. Because we haven't been taught that we take care of ourselves, you know, that it's okay. It is, we, it's not only okay, it's completely necessary. Yes. Repeat Um, after me. Self-care is not selfish. Self-care is not selfish. (laughs) There's your, there's an affirmation. (sighs) Yeah. Self-care is not selfish. I love that. Maybe that should be the title of this episode, but... Um, I'll make that the, the tagline. I like that. It's not selfish. Love it. Yeah. So really, I mean, just do, doing those little things. And kids are so curious anyways. And that's and tapping such a kind of peculiar looking thing anyways. So if you do <laughs> if you do a little bit of that, they're going to they're going to follow along. And then it's something that they're enjoying too. And a lot of times they'll start laughing and they think it's funny. And that's great. You're releasing oxy you're getting the oxytocin going and you're releasing cortisol and it's a beautiful scientific cascading effect of stuff yeah well on that note (laughs) (laughs) that was a mouthful (laughs) on that note we hope this episode was helpful to all of you um If you have any questions, again, you can contact us, you can contact Matt, and we hope that you have a really great week. Every week we bring you a new podcast episode on Monday morning, bright and early, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes, Mm -hmm. and if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes. We love our iTunes reviewers, and um, if you leave a review on iTunes, you usually get a special shout out from me somewhere on social media, if I can figure out who you are, so feel free to message me and let me know that you left a review. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Um, I have one other other announcement. I would like to welcome Danielle Small to our podcast family. Um, She's going to be doing some volunteer work for us. And she is the owner of Naturally Simplified here in Defiance, Ohio. She's a certified holistic aromatherapist. And she's also a... uh, whiz with uh, graphic design and um, social media um, marketing and things like that. So she's going to be a new 
um, part of our team, and I'm so happy to have her helping us out, and I know she's going to be a great addition, along with Galen, our intern, and you, Mm -hmm. Matt, our regular counselor consultant here. So thanks, everybody. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Thrive Tribe 419 podcast. Do you know someone who could benefit from the information you just heard? Share the love by sharing this episode. Want to connect online? Check out thrivetribe419.com to leave a review or check out more episodes. You can also join the conversation by searching for Thrive Tribe 419 on Facebook or Instagram. See you next time. Keep thriving.